War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 227. Yeah, 227. That's a lot. Uh, kept this thing going five years ago when I was doing these regularly. It'd be about 2,227. Not really, but uh, yeah, so I've decided. I had this ongoing conundrum, which the last time we talked, I believe, was when Brian Harson got hired. And that's literally probably the last thing I've, other than random tweets here and there, the last time I've even mentioned it. Um, first off, though, before we get into it, I see there's some comments on the stream. One from Twitch, two from Facebook, anybody on YouTube out there. I see it's live, but I want to make sure people can hear me. Can anybody hear me? Am I loud enough? I haven't had this setup going in a while. I see 11 people are on here right now. Um, if you can hear me, say something. Okay. Sean Curry from, he was on Facebook and YouTube. Wow, Sean. You're a top fan, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I had a thought in my brain. I got to get back into this. Um, wall to wall and treetop tall. Okay. I guess that means you can hear me. Uh, so yes, blog spot 227. I've decided if I ever do one of these things live, uh, like I used to, um, if you don't know the history of blog spots back in the day when I used to have to go to an office to work every day, when I came home from work, I'd have about a 15 minute drive and I would just basically turn on the voice recorder on my phone and rant about, Auburn sports, whatever happened that day, 10, 15 minutes, sometimes five minutes, but, um, just whatever was going on. Um, and then I got to work from home. And so I wasn't in the car ever by myself usually cause I was at home and, uh, just, I, I tried to get into doing this every day and it's, it's not as easy as picking up the phone and, and recording. I guess I could still do that, but right now I'm sitting it with a podcast mic at my desk with restream on, which, uh, you know, allows me to stream to Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. It says Periscope, but Periscope is dead, which Periscope was like Twitter's kind of video thing. That said, I know Clay Travis is still on Periscope and I even saw my man Stingray on Periscope as well. I just tried to pull up my old Periscope and it says Periscope is dead. So and it didn't tweet this out, so I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, let me get all my my uh, story out of Talk Auburn. So I'm, you don't know this. I know this because I care and you don't. But since, and this is only three times, since Chiswick, I've done a redesign of the website every time we've gotten a new coach, which has only been twice. So when Chiswick was hired in 2009, redesigned the site made it a little bit better 2013 uh redesigned the site and it was kind of the at the time right now it's eight years old so it's it's nothing special but it was you know a bigger version i had a forum and all this kind of stuff and it's kind of been that way and the site just kind of has you know puttered along and and it's eight-year-old technology now and godaddy has just pretty much crapped out so I'm in the work, I'm in the, in the, 
I can't think of what I'm trying to say. I'm rebuilding the site. I've kind of rebuilt it in the last week. I, I should have been doing this a long time ago, but four baseball teams will kill you. Um, and I've gotten to a point where I'm going to move the site to another and have a whole new design. I was hoping to have that done out today, but that didn't work. But my goal is to have it as, as soon as possible. Um, but it's a little bit simpler design. It's really good on mobile current site right now. The current site right now is dead. GoDaddy has pretty much giving up on trying to help me. Something happened to it. It's, it's in, under critical care and there's no care. Um, so, uh, trying to do, a, 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 you know, most people are going to read the site from tweets, click a link, go to mobile and make it look a lot better. Um, so the site is going to be a little bit more mobile heavy, going to focus more on podcast videos, stuff like that. I'm still going to do my normal football season blogs, predictions, pre reviews from the other sideline, ranking the teams. Uh, Auburn Einstein's going to write some stuff. I'm going to write some stuff, going to have a gambling post this year. Um, so it will, uh, it'll be a little more up to date. Cause you know, again, the old site died with technology, with bad technology and GoDaddy. Um, so anyway, that's where I am right now. Um, I coach baseball all the time. That's why Warbloggle has kind of gone not to the wayside, but just kind of been something that if it's not football season, it's hard for me to get into. If you go back, if the site was up, you would go see like my last post was a highlight video from basketball season. And once that season kind of put, once it just kind of died off and obviously it wasn't going to be a great season. It was just kind of like, all right, it's a COVID year. Uh, and I know I keep saying baseball, but baseball literally rules my life from March to November. Usually I coach a lot of baseball, I run a baseball program. Um, and it's kind of all I have time for other than my real job. Um, so, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, so basically I've just got to get back into football mode and that'll help. The new design will help and all of that. Uh, if you are interested in contributing to the site, uh, if you want to write a, a column or something like that, or want to be the gambling guy or possibly even want to be on a podcast, my, my goal is to kind of have multiple podcasts, different, like a gambling podcast, a prediction or a football review podcast, things like that. Um, you know, tweet me, whatever, email me, admin at warblogle.com. Uh, so let's talk. Besides, other than that, somebody say something. It's kind of died in the comments. I just want to make sure everybody can still hear me. It's saying I don't have a great connection on Restream, so I want to make sure things are good. Um, does it, do we need the comments on the screen? I guess we do. So everybody can see if you're on YouTube and somebody on Facebook comments, you might want to do that. And always, every time I ask for a comment, there's like a 30 minute or a 30 second break. Um, so while I talk in the comments, keep, keep talking, tell me where you're from. Tell me your predictions on the season. Tell me your, uh, who you're looking forward to seeing, you know, like a new guy that, that or, you know, coaching staff, something along those lines and, and keep the chat going so we can kind of have, um, some back and forth, but there were two things that I mentioned on Twitter today that I said would kind of be the focus tonight. One is going to be the depth chart 
and I can run through that real quick. Um, let me pull it up actually. Uh, one thing I noticed while I was doing this, and I've noticed this the last few years ago, few years when I do the the countdown to kickoff, the days to kickoff thing, where I, I put, you know, it's five days to kickoff. Number five is Kobe Hudson. Um, it seems like this year I knew less and less of the players, and a, a lot of that again is because. It, it's hard for me to keep up with the with the off season stuff, um, and it's not that I don't care anymore, uh, or Lord less, or that I'm an old guy that just doesn't have time for it. It's just I think this year, you know, COVID is still a thing. Last season, six and four, uh, not great, not awful, just a blah year. Lost Alabama, lost to Georgia, bad. Um, Shouldn't have lost to South Carolina ever. Um, somebody in the chat just said I sold them my couch on Fart Facebook Marketplace. Fart. Yes, I remember that. I thought about that couch the other day. Anyway, cool. Um, but it just, you know, COVID, the, I'd, the, the whole year of COVID where everybody was at home and, and obviously there's more important things in sports. Uh, in in many cases, it it feels like, and I'm gonna go into a rant here, not a rant, but something that that has kind of bothered me. It's not just me that kind of seems like football's in five days and nobody really knows or nobody really seems to act like it. I know there's not a lot to talk about. You you really can't really talk about it until you see a game, and we're playing Akron, who hasn't won a game or hasn't won a road game in two years. And they've only won one game in the last two years. So probably not going to be a big, um, you know, it's not going to tell us what we have too much. Um, it may be a good game, a good primer. You know, this is, this is one of those years where it's great to not have to play Clemson or Washington or Oregon the first game of the year. Cause it's Brian Harson's first year. And, um, that's a good thing. Uh, Gus had Washington State his first game, which they ended up not being great. But it was a tougher game. I mean, it's obviously going to be tougher than than uh, uh, who were playing Akron. But uh, just let me back up what I was going to say. It's just tough to get into it. it. It it's there's a lot of stuff in the world going on and all that, and it's harder to get into the excitement. It's not like when you were. And this is for me, 39-year-old guy who lives 10 miles from campus. It's not like when you're 22 and, and all you thought about was tailgating and, and what they were going to say about on SportsCenter after, after the game. I mean, I remember then, I mean, what ESPN and Sports Illustrated and all those places, what they said and thought about Auburn was like the biggest thing in the world to me. That's really where Warbloggle kind of came from is that, I wanted to like talk about what other people were saying about us. I mean, what people think about Auburn, I think that's an Auburn mentality too, is we're always the underdog to Alabama or number two to Alabama. We're really not, but people like to think that. And it's always, we kind of always want that respect. And so that's what excited me. And that's what kind of, you know, was would drive me to just to my ultimate fandom. Um, but not just growing up, but just the year of COVID where nothing was normal. <laughs> the, excuse me. The crowds were, were light. Um, 
you know, people would be out for COVID, uh, things like that. It was just, it's not, it wasn't real. I mean, and I know we're going to, they're going to allow everybody back in the stadium and all that, but I feel like we've got to see that before football really feels real. I know in the last few years, I've kind of felt this way leading up to the season. It's like, wow, we got a game in four days and it's just not, not a lot going on, but you really have to see those first two games or see a game to kind of say, all right, now we've got some legit stuff to talk about. You know, the media, they have to go to 10 minutes of practice or whatever it is and, and make up stuff to talk about. And it, it just, you know, there were days where I would sit there and read every word. And I, again, I don't think this is a part a product of growing up. I just think it's a product of, we hadn't had real football, real, real, real football with a real crowd in over, you know, it's in two years and it just feels like everybody kind of gave up on it. Not really gave up on it, but just more like, eh, we lived with that. And I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, so I've kind of forgotten what it felt like. I could go into another tangent on why people aren't willing to work anymore. I feel like just real fast. I'll say it. I feel like when we went under quarantine, people didn't work and you know, not everybody was salary. So if you didn't work, you didn't get paid. I feel like people realized they didn't need the money that they were getting paid, or at least not that much. And so they, they got to the point where it's like, I'll live without, you know, having this channel on my TV because I didn't need it then. And so I realized that I really didn't need it. So that's why there's a shortage of workers is because people realize they don't really, 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 really have to go back to work. So it's kind of like, I feel like football's that way in a little bit in college football. It's like, you're not a hundred percent excited because you hadn't had it in so long and you kind of got used to not having it and realized, you know, I mean, yeah, I like football, but my life didn't end because of it. Um, I've gone way off where I was talking, but, um, all that to say is, you know, we need this football game. We need a, a loud crowd. We need a full day of tailgating. We need some normalcy. And I know, you got Afghanistan, you got the Delta variant and all that really serious stuff. And, and there's people, you know, and there's a hurricane as well. So a lot of, a lot of things that, that are more important if you are affected by those things. And if you're not affected by those things directly. Um, but in terms of just Auburn football and the Auburn football fandom, it, you know, I'm hoping it kind of feels real. I mean, there's always bad things. You can't, you know, somebody close to somebody at every football game just had a tragedy or died or something like that. So you can't, you know, not enjoy life because there's something bad going on because there's always something bad going on. Um, and I know that kind of feels heartless, sounds heartless, but I mean, it's true. I mean, if we, if we acted, if we took everything bad so seriously, we would never have anything fun and I mean there'd be no reason to party no reason to go to a football game all that kind of stuff I'm getting very existential here um but yeah let me go through the depth chart real quick um it seemed a less a lot less ory than when Gus was here you know there's a ton of ors between teams like so and so or so and so um so I don't know what that means maybe you know Gus liked to hold things hold things back. He didn't want people to you know everything about his plays, who's going to play, whatever. Uh, but well, let's just go through it real quick. QB1, Bo Nix, TJ Finley, backup. Everybody kind of knew that. There were people who get bored with nothing. Um, 
and they wanted to say that TJ Finley might, you know, move up and you know, he might, Bo not might not have a good day and TJ might come in. I've good feeling TJ is going to play uh, on Saturday. I mean, Bo, if the teams are like, we think they are, the talent levels are like, we think they are. Bo should play a half, maybe a drive or two in the second quarter. I mean, second half. And then TJ come in and see what he's got. Uh, I really don't want to see it happen, but I really do see one of those dumb years where the backup quarterback is the best player on the team and everybody's favorite player because, you know, things about TJ that are obvious and, you know, everybody's gone through two years of bow and every, every issue is his problem and his, his fault and all that. So as Auburn fans, let's try not to have one of those seasons. Okay. Cause Bo's not going to be perfect and no quarterback is going to be perfect. But the first time he throws an interception, I just foresee students, dumb people, tra- chanting TJ. And that's the dumbest thing in the world. It's the absolute dumbest thing in the world. Uh, running back, Tank Bigsby, Sean Shivers. Those are the only two listed. Obviously, obvious there. I think they'll probably mix in here. I think, you know, Tank will start, but um, they'll go back and forth. We don't need to get Tank hurt playing against uh, Akron. Tight end, John Samuel Schinker, the Auburn's first baseman. Luke Deal and Tyler Fromm. Luke Deal or Tyler Fromm. Um, Schinker is apparently head and shoulders above the rest, so we'll see. Uh, wide receiver X, uh, Shedrick Jackson of Bo Jackson. And Xavion Capers, no surprise there. Wide receiver H, Javarius Johnson and Tarvaris Dawson Jr., Nothing crazy there. Javaris is a sophomore. Tavares is a freshman. Uh, zero. Demetrius Robertson is that? That's the guy from Georgia. Senior. He's over Kobe Hudson and Malcolm Johnson Jr. Kobe Hudson. Uh, he got playing time in the bowl game. I, he might have scored a touchdown, or was it, I know Capers, did, but Kobe Hudson. He seems like and this is something I read somewhere. Uh, not putting anything bad out there, but apparently his attitude is not great. Maybe it's because he knows he's not starting. Maybe he's mad uh, Robertson came in. Uh, but adding to attitude and effort is what I coach. So you want to play, show a good attitude. Uh, left tackle, Austin Troxel and Zillian Zyre, Zierer. Um, obvious Troxel played last year. He's a senior. Counts, uh, left guard, Brandon Council or Alec Jackson. So both seniors at left guard. Or, or, or. Uh, center, Nick Brahms, uh, senior, and Jalil Ir- Irvin, junior. Brahms played a lot last year, no surprise. Right guard, Keandre Jones or Tayshawn Manning. Keandre's a sophomore, Tayshawn's a senior. That's a surprise. Um, but, you know, I feel like that or is there just because the starter is two years younger than the other one. We're being nice there. Right tackle, Broderius Ham, and then Brendan Coffey. No surprise uh, on defense. Defensive end, Colby Wooden, sophomore over Zykevius Walker, sophomore. No surprise. Uh, no ta- nose tackle, Tony Fair, uh, senior over J.J. Pegues, who, you know, moved over from offense. That was a weird thing last year. That was kind of a little phenomenon. He held, He ran the ball a few times. He had a few blocks. I don't really know why he was playing there. It was fun. Um it was just kind of strange. Not that I didn't like it. It was just kind of weird. Um, but he's been moved back to defense or moved to defense. 
Defensive tackle Marcus Harris over Marquise Burks. That's a sophomore over senior. Defensive end Derek Hall over T.D. Moultrie, junior over senior. T.D. has been here forever, it seems like. Uh, Changed numbers, wasn't he? 55 at one point, now he's 99. Um, So, I don't know. T.D. was always kind of one of those guys. Played Buck, defensive end, and just... He's obviously okay to be in the two deep, but something, you know, Derek Hall is supposed is a beast, so uh, maybe that's just all that is. Middle linebacker Owen Papo is junior over Chandler Wooten. Senior Chandler Wooten was, is a uh, captain on the team this year. Um, he didn't play last year due to COVID. Uh, that was a big story. That was a, kind of a dumb, a dumb thing that I'll talk about later that the media liked to have fun with. Uh, with Harson's comments about basically saying when I saw he didn't play last year, I kind of had questions about his character, but once I talked to him, I realized that was all good. Of course, him saying that first half of the sentence meant, you know, was more piling on of Harson again, that I'll talk about in a second. Uh, but just like, let's find more stuff to just be mad about or find more stuff to say is insensitive. Um, but I'll talk about it again. Uh, weak side linebacker is Kobe McLean over Wesley Steiner. I forgot about Steiner. I remember his name. I remember posting uh, Steiner Brothers when he signed. Um, no surprise there. Zacoby's going to be a beast. Uh, star, that's what, yeah. I was wondering why. I was thinking, why is Wooten behind Pepo? Star, uh, Chandler Wooten is starting there. Um, and then Cam Riley or Joko Willis. To be honest with you, never heard of Joko Willis. Not Nothing bad. That's all missing out on him. Cornerback, Roger McCreary. Our defense is going to be good. Uh, senior over Roe Torrance, sophomore. Cornerback, Nehemiah Pritchett, Jalen Simpson. Jalen Simpson was a starter last year. Uh, got hurt like the first game and never really – I mean, he came back a few times but never really got back to where he was. Uh, Pritchett came in for him and kind of took his spot, I guess. Uh, by Darius Knighton at safety, a senior over Zion Puckett. By Darius was the one that came from southeast Missouri. Hey, I'm remembering stuff. I just needed my brain jogged. Zion Puckett, that sophomore. Yeah, is a sophomore. Other safeties, Smoke Monday over Donovan Kaufman. Again, never heard of him. Not on him. That's on me. Place kicker, Anders Carlson and Ben Patton. Punter, Oscar Chapman from Australia and Aiden Marshall. How is Aiden Marshall still on the team? He's a senior. You'll remember he, he punted against Washington and then... The other Australian punter, what was his name? I can't what is what was his name? Guy, I can see him right now. Anyway, took his spot. Aiden Marshall quit, came back last year, and I guess he was a senior last year, but he could play. Maybe he might have been a junior, but everybody could play another year. So I guess that's where he's doing. Uh, Jackson McFadden, holder. Oscar Chapman at holder. Long snapper Jacob Quattlebaum and Reed Hughes. Punt returner, Javaris Johnson. So that's the sophomore starting wide receiver and punt returner. That's pretty good. Demetrius Robinson from Georgia. Senior is the backup punt returner. And kick returner, Donovan Kaufman. Said I didn't know who he was. Redshirt freshman kick returner. And Nehemiah Pritchett. That's four names I did not expect to see at returner. Uh, punt return and kick return. Tank returned kicks last year. So did Sean Chivers. Maybe they're trying to get away from that. Uh, so there's our, I know I kind of ran through that quickly. 
there's nothing crazy. I mean, I can't sit here and say, yeah, those were the 22 I knew that were going to play, but there's nothing that stands out major. Um, again, I think TJ Finley would play Saturday uh, just because we'll be up 35 to nothing. Uh, I think a lot of quarterback, I mean, a lot of running backs will play. I don't think Tank's going to play too long. Sean will get some carries and then bring in the backups, which there's a guy, the third string, I cannot think of his name. I know I'm terrible. All right, let's go to the chat real quick. Um, we have – oh, it's hard for me to see it that way. All right, let's see. We got Donovan Kaufman transferred from Vandy. Yes, he's the he's a redshirt freshman. I, forget, we, I was just talking about him today. I don't know why I don't remember that. Uh Danny Briscoe says Auburn will be better than we think. Well, I think they're going to win the national championship, so that's going to be hard to be better than that. I like Gus more than the average Twitter fan, but I'm excited to see something different from Auburn, whether it all clicks. You know, I said this way back then, way back when that all that happened. I didn't want it to happen, mainly because it lets the idiots win. But, you know, it was a COVID year. He never had a losing season. Whatever. I'm not going to get into all that again. But if it once it had happened and you knew it was happening, there's nothing you can do about it. I was, you know, it's as a fan, it's as a level headed fan that I am, uh, it was kind of exciting to be like, okay, we got something new. I mean, we got something different to look at now. It's not that I didn't like what I was looking at before, but it was just kind of exciting from that aspect. So, yeah, I'm with you. Um, Chris McFarlane, I know who you are on Twitter, I think. Northwest, he's from Northwest Atlanta. He thinks Harson and Mace will bring back fundamental football, which keep us in every game. I think the defense is going to keep us in the, the games. At first, we got a lot of um, young receivers. Obviously, we've got some good, very good talented backs, and we've got upperclassmen playing the offensive line. It's just our line has not been strong for a few seasons. As I say that, I'm remembering a article from the one of the LSU blogs um, talking about how Auburn's offensive line was actually good last year. If you look at the stats and everything, um, you know it's it's very simple to pin things on people. Auburn fans love to pin it on Gus Malzahn or pin it on they'll they'll decide the offensive line's just terrible, and no matter what, they're terrible for the rest of the time. Um, so, you know. Things are not as always as good as you think, and they're always as bad as you think. And that's something I thought about earlier. Do I want to get on this tangent? People always, you know, rag me about being a homer and all that. And I am a homer. I'm a I'm a fan of the team and the school that I went to, the, the team I grew up watching and liking and going to and all that stuff. And, you know, we're different than Alabama fans. We're different because they've made up championships to hang their hat on and it's all positive and all great. And Saban has them winning and, and whatever. And, you know, everybody loves Saban. He should be the, the president of college football and, and whatnot, or president of the nation. Uh, but it it's always put us, put me at least in kind of defensive mode of, of my team, my school, whatever. But the saying of it's not always as good as, 
as it looks or it's not always as bad as it looks. It seems like, other than when Auburn's in the national championship game, and even if you lose the national championship game, it's always negative. It's always negative. And it's it's always, we're not Alabama. And that's what people don't want to say that, but that's what they mean. When an Auburn is complaining, we're not Alabama. I'm so, I'm sick of looking at Nick Saban win over there. We got to hire somebody that can beat him, even though Gus beat him more than any other active coach. Um, and pretty much the only team that usually contends with them regularly. Obviously, when we go there and get beat 42-13 to 13 or whatever it was last year, that, that's going to happen. I mean, that happens, whatever. But the reason I am a homer, the reason I'm always positive, I'm not – no, I'm not always positive. But the reason I come out as positive and look as positive and all that – Number one is because of how stupid and how negative some people are. I, I can't – I mean, if if we lose by 20 and somebody acts like we lost by 100, I'm going to defend that because if you're going to make something bad even worse or way worse than it should be, I can't stop myself. I'm going to be like, you know, it's bad, but it's not that bad. You don't have to go that far and make it seem like it's the absolute worst thing in the world. But what I'm saying – what I was starting to say was if – Things aren't as always good as they seem, and things aren't as always bad as they seem. So you always got to go back towards the middle, right? Auburn fans, at for the most part, while Saban has been at Alabama, everything is bad for the most part. Uh, there's no, there's never any uh, leeway given. There's never any uh, benefit of the doubt. It's always we're not Alabama. We're not winning every year, even though they don't win every year. So. If, if that's the case, it's not as bad as it seems. I'm always going to go back towards the middle. I'm always going to seem like a positive homer, but all I'm doing is reminding you that it's never as bad as it seems. Uh, if, you, if, every, if, if people got to the point where they acted like it was always as good, you know, better than it seems, maybe I'd go back to the middle and be a little bit more negative. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm just ranting because I haven't done this in a while. I'm staring at a screen talking. Uh, if Auburn beats Penn State, they will jump to 14 or 15 in the polls. That's probably true. I'd, I'd say that if they're 3-0, and going to Penn State and winning, sure. Uh, let's see, going through the comments. Smoke Monday will help us win three games more this year. Game changer. Smoke Monday has that ability. I mean, he's uh, – safeties and DBs can be the hero or the goat. I mean, they can they can make great plays or one – bad jump can can give up an 80 yard touchdown pass so it it's like unless you're Deion sanders it's it's hard to fully love a cornerback or a safety just because i mean their plays are either shut down or touchdown pretty much shut down or touchdown that was cool all right am i ready to rant about all the stupid I don't want every blog spot to be about negativity, but that was one of the things I was going to talk about was the media and, you know, some of the non-media, just regular people getting on Harson about every little thing. Um, obviously back in SEC media days, everybody's first question was how many, how much of your team is vaccinated? And he didn't come out and say a hundred percent. He didn't come out and say, I've made everybody get vaccinated. Neither did Nick Saban, but, Somehow, whatever Nick Saban said, which was pretty much the exact same thing Harson said, uh, 
meant that Harson is basically telling everybody not to get vaccinated. And I'm not getting into should you get vaccinated or not. Uh, that, that has no no place or part on this little, little hour-long rant about Auburn football. But basically what you had was media members doing what they did to Gus Malzahn his whole entire career at Auburn. If Gus Malzahn didn't walk in the room and tell you that Sean White was the starter for the next game, the headline on Monday morning was Gus Malzahn refuses to tell who the starter of the, of the who refuses to make a decision for starting quarterback. I mean, it could be such an uh, a obvious, you know, know nothing question, just like just because he didn't answer a question that either wasn't asked or didn't even need to be answered, that meant he was doing whatever the negative aspect to that was. Like, just because Harson didn't say, I have made sure everybody's getting vaccinated, that meant he was telling everybody to not get vaccinated. And that's what the media, again, loved to do to Gus Malzahn. Gus didn't answer a lot of questions on purpose. Number one, it's not your business. Number two, you know, in his in his case, why would I tell the other team who's going to be the quarterback? So, again, it's it was all just you didn't give us the answer we wanted to hear outright. So I'm going to assume that at the the absolute most negative response you could have given, and that's all they did with Gus, and they've already done it with Harson. Then. He throws a hat to one of the media members who whines that that's that it was very strange and very weird. And why would you give a hat to a media member? Maybe because it was bright outside and he thought you needed it. I mean, it, it's we're we're searching for things to be mad about. Um, and then earlier this week, somebody got on an elevator and, re- and saw a sign that said, "If you're not hurt, take the stairs." How dare he? What is this? Uh, the Junction Boys? He might as well be out there slapping them with chains. Are we that soft and stupid? Are we that soft and stupid that, okay, as dumb, as as assuming as it was, I'll give you the COVID stuff just because it's a serious matter. Though the vaccination stuff, my watch is talking to me. I'm not going to give it to you, but I'll say, okay, whatever. That was a serious matter. But then we're going with tossing a hat to somebody and acting like it's calling it unprofessional. I was, I was, uh, I told, I said this on Twitter uh, back when this happened. I know it's been a few weeks. It's old news, but still. Um, Jay Jacobs. One year before tailgate guys, or it might have been kind of the beginning of tailgate guys, they uh, Auburn was opening up some new areas for tailgating, and Jay Jacobs invited the media and me and a few other people to go see these spots, basically write about it and tell everybody where to tailgate. Well, it was bright outside, and he comes out with a huge box of Under Armour sunglasses, brand new, still in the box. Hey, it's bright. Here he goes some sunglasses. And you know why he did that? Because he was a nice guy, and he saw that it was bright, and he had a bunch of Under Armour sunglasses that Auburn got for free, basically. It was like, here you go, guys. It's it's bright. Here you go. So Brian Harson, Brian Harson, Mr. Meanie Head, 
a uh, football player that probably beat up people in high school because he's so mean, uh, threw hats to some media members because it was bright and sunny outside. How unprofessional. How dare he? What is that mean old man thinking? I, mean, I could get really mean about it, and maybe I will once I start finish this rant, but I mean, I'm sorry that somebody threw you a hat. Did he say wear it to every game and you better write good about us? No. So then we go to the elevator and there's a sign that tells his players to not take the elevator up two floors or one floor. I'd do the exact same thing. What's probably happened is he saw some players wasting time waiting on the elevator when they could have gone ahead and gone upstairs or gone to where they were supposed to be. And instead of taking the 10 seconds to walk up the stairs and, hey, maybe even wake up those muscles a little bit, they're sitting there waiting and being dumb. And, and you know, we know how 18-year-olds are, being dumb and being lazy and wanting to take the stairs. I mean, wanting to take the elevator. And... There were articles on uh, Saturday Down South and just random other places talking about how childish and how dumb that is. No, he didn't say, hey, guys, I want everybody to know about this this uh, sign I put in the elevator. Everybody should know about this. This is a big deal to us. This is a big thing. If you're coming in here, I'm not allowing anybody to ride the elevator unless they're hurt. Do you all think that's good, guys? Am I cool? No, he didn't say that. A media member or someone else saw it and made a big deal out of it and then acted like Harson made a big deal out of it. I get we're in dead season as football starts. It's already started for some schools. But the I, this thing of making up stuff to talk about and it only being like just piling on of Harson. Like he's he already did the cardinal sin of not getting 14 missions in front of everybody and telling everybody need to do it. So I know he did that, but now we're going to find every little reason not to like him when really we don't like him because he's tough. He looks like that high school cocky college football player and people who write for about, you know, write about sports because they couldn't play sports. Uh, they don't like that because those are the kind of people that they didn't really jive with in high school. If you, if you, Get what I'm saying? So we got miss, we got a tough guy who's who's probably a little cocky. I mean, I don't think he and I don't. I tell my baseball players go to the level of cocky and come down one percent. That's what I want. I want almost cocky, confident. But you can tell Harson's got that bit of. Hey, he he works out. He's strong. He he knows he can probably take most people. And. and and not in a bad way, but he's just got that confidence level and he's tough and stern. And the people that hang on every word and need something to write about and need make need to make something up to write about don't like that. Now, again, he, he started it with, you know, telling everybody in the world to not get the vaccination because it'll kill us all and, and the government's trying to track us, you know, because that's what he did. That's what he did because he didn't tell everybody to to you know 
or he didn't say I'm telling the whole team to get the vaccination or they're kicked off the team. Cause remember if, if you didn't hear the answer, then that means he did the opposite, the equal and terribly opposite. So I think for some dumb reason, he's already behind the eight ball. If he has one bad, I mean, nobody's going to say fire him after this year. The media is not going to be that stupid, but some of them will probably insinuate it. Cause I heard, I saw one media member use the word stupid talking about Har- Harson. So, uh, you know, if if one person gets COVID on his team during the season, he's going to be the worst coach of all time. Get him out. We can't handle that. So, Sawyer Nell says he's just here for his free hat and medical advice. You get nothing from me. Nothing. All right. Do we have anybody else? we have any other questions that was i was going to talk depth chart i was going to rant of people being overly negative to um harson just because they don't like the type of person he is that mean old man that probably beat you up in high school oh what i was going to ask as i mentioned at the beginning uh redoing the website it's pretty much done. I could I could say it's done right now, but I have OCD and I'm constantly going to mess with it. Are there any things uh, you want on the site? Like any new posts, any new weekly posts, um, any new, you know, I'm going to try to do these bloggle spots at least once a week. Probably going to turn it more into a podcast. I know that's what this is somewhat, but it's live. So I'm calling it, if it's a, if it's live, I'm calling it a bloggle spot where I'm, you know, on here chatting with everybody. But if I get to a point where I'm like going to have a guest, which I've got a few of those lined up, if I'll ever actually do it, I'm going to call that a pop. Uh, that's going to be part of the war bloggle podcast. So we've got two things going here. Uh, this will eventually be uploaded and most people will hear this after the fact on bloggle spots, uh, which you can find on SoundCloud, Spotify, once I have the new site up, there's links to it everywhere. So um, we'll find it there. But, you know, any ideas of, of what you want to see? I I want, um, I used to do what I would call vlogging, like do vlogs um, of game days and, and all that. It's a little bit different now because I used to go to people's tailgate and go to the game and all that. Now I'm pretty much run a tailgate and make sure my kids are all right at the game. And it's just not as, as exciting as it used to be when I used to walk around with the camera. Um, maybe when I go to LSU this year or Penn state, if anybody will find me a ticket, uh, Sean Curry says, what are chances Bo is coached up in significantly better than last year? I mean, Harson was a quarterback at the college, um, more recently, than any of our last few coaches. So I could see it. Uh, I saw Bo a few weeks ago, um, very up close, talked to him, name drop. He actually, my boys uh, take baseball lessons from Tyler Stovall, who was the holder at Auburn um, when Daniel Carlson was here. And Bo came there one day. uh, And he is is built. I mean, you don't really see it under the pads, but, 
he is he's an athlete. He's tall and strong, and or maybe he's taller and stronger than he was last year. Uh, but you know, I know they all are to some extent in college. But um, I don't know. I, I think with Harson's more recent quarterback knowledge, that could definitely help. And it's going to be a little bit more open up offense, I believe, than it was the last few years. Sawyer Nell, did you leave after I told you you're not getting a hat or medical advice? Another thing about this this uh, format I'm doing this on, I'm using something called Restream, which does let you stream. You have to pay for it, but it goes to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and it claims it's going to Periscope. However, I can't find that, and Periscope tells me it's dead. But I just don't I don't like this format. With the other format, I, I could, like, put more stuff on the screen. I could play videos. If you remember last year, maybe two years ago, I would – I went and watched old games and you, I would have the games on this screen while I was talking, which I can kind of do that. It's just harder to do it here. Um, so I don't know what I'm, why I'm saying that, but let me see if it's as they're all offline. There's no way it's all offline. Tell me where you're watching this from physically and what you're watching it on. I want to see, there was one person on Twitch earlier, but I want to see if it, what the breakdown is. So I can say maybe I don't need to use this. Pull up Twitch and see if it's still on. It's live on Twitch. Yep. Live on Facebook and YouTube. All right. Chris McFarland says, I definitely like from the other sideline columns. Yeah, that's those are easy to do. It's just sometimes hard to track people down. I try not to uh, use like real media members anymore because they're kind of boring. If it's like an LSU beat reporter that grew up in Michigan, you know, they're not going to give me fun answers. I try to go there. I want like back and forth fan banter on those, like more of a, you know, when I started this, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a media member and I don't really want to be a media member. I want to be a fan with access. Uh, but, you know, I try to dig up like somebody with a blog, which that's hard to do sometimes because a lot of those people take themselves too seriously. Hmm. That sounds familiar. Uh, but, you know, I'll get more of the from the other sideline. Last year I started doing, or a few years ago, I started doing one before the game and after the game, but that kind of got a little hairy. Bo Blackwood says he's just here so he doesn't get fined. I just hope you have a shirt on. Uh, Sean Curry's from Kansas. Anybody further from than Kansas? If Auburn Einstein would get on here, but he's too lazy, he's from Arkansas. Bo is from Georgia. He lives on a moonshine camp. Danny Briscoe, where are you from? I'm going to my Discord because they're all slackers. Baby Bloggle's here. He wants to say goodnight. Baby Bloggle too. Baby Bloggle too. You've never done a Bloggle spot. Yeah. Here. Right here. Hello. 
baby bloggle used to do bloggle spots i think he did about four of them so he's in seventh grade now bo blackwood says night baby bloggle not baby bloggle too <laughs> baby bloggle too say what you play in baseball i'll play first and pitcher and what do you do at the plate hit ball hit what the ball hit dingers <laughs> My big Al, I hit dingers. Y'all say, uh... <laughs> we killed this vlogger spot. War Eagle. Yeah. I need better than that. But okay, they're going to bed. All right. Baby Bloggle played uh, baseball yesterday. He was two for four. Got two good hits. He's 12 years old. All right, anyway, people that are listening to this after the fact when it's not live anymore don't care. That's the problem with these bloggle spots that are live. I get to the point where we're just kind of shooting the breeze, and if you're listening to this as a podcast in your car, do you care anymore? I don't know. All right, any other topics? We've been at this for 52 minutes. That's a decent amount. I've already talked about depth chart. I've talked about why people don't want to go back to work. I've talked about why people might not be why people might not go back to the games i've talked about why media members have gotten really stupid about brian harson oh we could talk about uh alan green apparently interviewing at michigan state and not getting the job apparently he's mich- he's in- interviewed at northwestern probably didn't get the job if you don't know he played baseball at notre dame and apparently he wants to get back up there michigan state it's close to Notre Dame, close-ish. Uh, what was the other one I said? Northwestern's close to Notre Dame. Um, you know, I think this is a hard job, especially for somebody who's not been at Auburn, and I know people love to say, get rid of the good old boy network and Jabba and all that stuff. Uh, but I don't know what to think about that. Like, part of me when I hear that, I'm like, all right, go. And, you know, we don't have that problem here. Like, Gus never really interviewed, never interviewed for anybody else. Tommy Tuberville, like, you know, went hunting in Arkansas. Chiswick, never interviewed anywhere else. Baseball coaches, never interview anywhere else. Basketball coaches, never interview anywhere else. So we're not the team where people come and want to leave. That just doesn't, I don't, I'm sure there's somebody I'm not thinking of. But I cannot think of another coach that was like, all right, I'm out of here. So, like, this is the first time where it's been, like, I know it's the athletic director, but it's like, okay, you don't want to be here? All right, see ya. And maybe he's being pushed out. Maybe he's tired of being told what to do. You know, the whole thing was he he fought hard for Harson, and they basically said, all right, this is your, you know, bed to lay in or however you want to say it. Uh, it if Harson fails, you're gone too. Maybe they they were just kind of gave up and let him do his job. But I just yes, defense coordinators leave all the time. But no head coaches have been like, I'm out of here. So it it it's just kind of it's just it it's not the betrayal feeling, but it kind of is. It's like we don't deal with that ever. And so now the first time I've, I'm dealing with it, I'm like. 
all right, see you. Get out of here. I want somebody else that wants to be here. Um, and I've never really had that feeling of, oh, good old boy network. All the what is what's the phrase everybody says about, you know, loud not louder, but what louder was and all that. I can't think of what they call it, but I've never been that way, where I'm like the same old people are running the show behind the scenes. Uh, but I do kind of feel that way if it, about this. Like if he wants to leave already, unless. He just doesn't care about Auburn and wants to go to Notre Dame. Then I kind of feel like, why are we pushing him away already? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm on both sides on that. It's like, if he wants to go, I'm like, all right, go, let's get somebody else. But if he's being pushed out, then I'm kind of like, all right, maybe there is something to all this stuff that I've pushed away. Bo Blackwood says, so we, who are we replacing him with is where I'm at. I'm done with him. I have no idea. I mean, who's a, who do we want? Who do you want as an athletic director? Let's take, oh, I will, uh, Hal Baird. Let's bring him back. He still lives in Auburn. Raymond Housel, not Raymond Housel, David Housel. Old Gunner Solskjaer, how do you say that in the chat? The Manchester United manager is here, Ole. Okay. That's interesting. I'm not a soccer guy. I don't dislike it. I don't hate it, but I don't really watch it. I'll watch the U.S. Olympics or something like that, the World Cup. U.S. didn't make the Olympics this time. But, yeah, Alan Green, I don't know where... I could see how he wouldn't want to be here if, if he constantly is being told what to do. Um, I saw where he's not spending a lot of money on non-football sports, so a lot of people don't love him in the athletic department. But that's just part of having a boss. You don't get to always run your boss off. Do I get to run my boss off? No. Do what the boss does, says, go or go somewhere else. Okay, nobody has any suggestions. Bo wants to know who we're replacing him with, and he doesn't even have a suggestion, but that's not a surprise. Boom. Um, all right, we're right at an hour. I'm last call for questions or comments. I've once the site is back up, I don't I should have done this last week, but I had no site to put it on. Um Oh, Bo Blackwood says, bring back Jay. Yes, let's bring back Jay Jacobs. Let's do it. I mean, he only hired Bruce Pearl, Gus Malzahn, who went to the national championship. Um, why not? Um, I, what I was about to say was, if I can get the site up, which is not really under my control anymore, I'm waiting on things to happen that are out of my control. Um, uh, we will, I would do my normal, I normally do one sentence predictions of every game. That's kind of my preseason go-to. And then also a, um, I rank the games kind of like in order of how big I think they'll be to the season. It's not always like, oh, I think Alabama will be the best team, so they're number one or whatever. 
just how I always, I have a worry level and I have a, um, just kind of how I feel about the game. Um, you know, Akron could be the number one game cause it's the first one of the, of the Brian Harston, uh, era, but you know, I've got to have a website to put this on. I might just write it in my notes and do a screenshot like a recruit. Sean Curry says, I still miss that's a W. Yeah. That was an old AL.com podcast. I kind of thought about doing that this year. I could do it with a real podcast. Who should I have as my guest or my cohort? The AL.com stuff just kind of went away. There was more of a change in direction of how things are are done over there sports-wise. If you don't know, That's a W was a podcast that I did on AL.com with Blake Ells and Matt Scalisi. Uh, and we just went through Auburn season and said that's a W or an L, and obviously I always gave it a W. Um, I might have done one L one time just to be edgy, but hadn't done that in a few years. I guess I, I think I did it with uh, did one with uh, Hunter Johnson. No, I think I did the Thanksgiving pre pre Iron Bowl Thanksgiving podcast with him. Who are people you want on the uh, podcast? Back in the day, I used I had uh, Cody Burns until Auburn told me to stop. Uh, I had Holly Rowe. I had Tammy, rest in peace, sweet lady. Um, a few others. It's not hard. Just got to ask. Sammy Coates will do it. Junior Rosegram will do it. Trevon Reed will do it. Bo. Not Bo Jackson, Bo Blackwood. Why is it that almost every time I've run out of things to say and it's about time to wrap up, the number of people watching goes up? Like it, it's just going up and up and up. More people jumping on as I'm about to end it. Um, all right. I think I'm going to end it. It's been an hour. And I've got to edit this thing to upload it. All right. This was fun. This was fun. I'll, uh, I've kind of was using this as a dry run. I still need to get back on the other platform where I can do more stuff. I can show videos. I can do more than just have, this is basically just sharing my screen of a picture that says bloggle spots because I don't have the webcam on and then the comments. So it's kind of boring. Uh, I'll get back to the other way of doing things. But anyway, if you have any comments, suggestions on what you'd like on the new website, please uh, email me or just tweet me or leave a comment on this video. Um, Chris McFarland is, I guess you're saying you want Justin Ferguson as a podcast host. I mean, a podcast guest. I mean, that's that's a possibility. Ferg is one of the better ones. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to close it out. So this has been Bloggle Spot number 227.